Healthy Issue listeners, hello, how are you? This, of course, is your daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley. Romance writer Jade May has long battled Crohn's disease. She's going to tell us all about that today, but also how it has affected her approach to sex and relationships. She shares what it's like living with a chronic illness and how she learnt to reclaim her sexuality. If you do like what you hear from Jade, she's of course up on Extra Healthy-ish where we go a bit deeper into what Crohn's is, how it has affected her life and how she's turned to erotic writing to help heal. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Jade, welcome to Healthy-ish. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming into the building. Thank you. Into Body and Soul HQ. (laughs) Thank you. Now, tell us about Crohn's. You've suffered Crohn's for many years. Talk to us about what it is first for those who don't know. Yeah, sure. So for those who don't know what it is, Crohn's disease is essentially an autoimmune disease. It's a type of inflammatory bowel disease causing inflammation anywhere in the digestive tract, so anywhere from the mouth to the anus. Although in saying that, it does usually occur in the small intestine. Yeah, I didn't know that because... Yeah, anywhere. Like anywhere? Yeah. Okay, because you just think, oh, it's just it's in the all gut. to do with the gut. The bowel. Mm. Yeah, no, but anywhere from the mouth to the anus. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's what happens. Um, essentially, your immune system is attacking your bowel and it causes the bowel wall to thicken and this can result in narrowing, which can block the bowel. And this is called a bowel obstruction. And it's very, very painful and it usually results in hospitalisation. So can this happen throughout? At, at any point, if at you suffer any from point. Crohn's? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A flare-up and a bowel obstruction can happen at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the obvious symptoms of Crohn's is obviously severe abdominal pain, vomiting, diarrhea, fatigue. But then you've got some of these less obvious ones like joint pain, um, mouth ulcers and skin rashes and anal bleeding oh, and fissures. I mean, the list goes on and on and it can the symptoms can be quite varied. Yeah. Um, And there is no known cause or cure at the moment. So um, about 100,000 Australians are currently living with uh, Crohn's and colitis and it's expected to rise significantly in the future. So it is a lot more common than what you think. Yeah. So how you first found out you had it at 13. Yes. Yes. That's a long time ago. (laughs) Well, not that long. Talk to us about the impact it's had on your life over the years. Yeah, so I was was diagnosed at thirteen, so you know, right on the cusp of becoming a teenager and yeah, a woman. Such so a hard time. It was. It was really difficult those early years, and I missed out on a lot of important milestones that most teenagers experience, like hanging out with friends and dating, and you know, experiencing intimacy for mm, the first time. The first pash. Yeah, that first awkward kiss. Yes. <laughs> you know, I missed out on that plus so much more, um, and you know. While everyone else was out having fun and just generally being teenagers, my teenage years revolved around, you know, going in and out of hospitals, MRIs and surgeries. So, you know, looking back now, I missed out on a lot that would later affect my personal relationships. Um, I had poor self-esteem. I had issues with my body image. I hated the way my body looked back then mm. because my body was just riddled with scars. Well, it wasn't and it wasn't 
working properly, dare I say. Wasn't no. Working how it should have should been. Should have been. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there was no media representation back then of women with colostomy bags or surgical scars. Mm. Um, only now we're starting to see women in magazines with different backgrounds and different ethnicities and different body types. Mm. Still... Not a lot is being done on disabilities, like yeah. with women with, um, you know, scars and colostomy bags. That would be nice to see one day on someone on the cover. That would be yes. amazing for all yeah. of us out there. Um, so, yeah, that I had really, really struggled with, with body image back then. But also mental health is a big thing for people yeah. with Crohn's and chronic illness because you feel like a ticking time bomb. You don't actually know when you're going to have a flare-up or a bowel obstruction. And when it does happen, your life essentially stops. You have to basically clear out the next seven to ten days of your schedule. It doesn't matter if you've got work commitments, bills to pay, kids to look after. If all of that goes holidays. out. No, yeah, our holidays. Um, and will that put social you in hospital? Engagement. Yeah, because you yeah. have to go to hospital. It's seven to ten days in hospital, wow. and everything gets cancelled. And it's that anxiety of not knowing and not being in control, and that can lead to depression. Yeah. So how did it affect your approach to sex and relationships? And this will lead us into you, well, publishing your first erotic novel. Is that what you, how do you classify that? Yeah, it's that? a contemporary romance. Okay, contemporary <laughs> romance. Thank you. Yeah. I know there's a correct wording there. <laughs> it, is, it is erotic. I mean, okay. come on. It's a little spice. Oh, just sell it. Erotic. <laughs> I think you'll get more sales out of it being erotic than romantic. Um how did it affect your approach to relationships and sex? Yeah, because I missed out on all of all of those important milestones in my teenage years um, and I did deal with the poor self-esteem of body image but I also became sexually in- inhibited. Um, I, Nervous I was, but, and yeah, not comfortable. And- not comfortable. I didn't know anything about sex um, so I spent a lot of time in hospital and I'm not sure if you've spent any time in hospital, but time moves differently there. It stands still. So usually my hospital visits are between, you know, like I said before, seven to 10 days, but there was um, a time where I spent two months in hospital after wow. a complication and that was excruciating. Yeah, Like it just seemed like an eternity. And one of the saving graces for me um, was reading to pass the time. So during my teenage years, I absolutely loved um, anything got to do with the supernatural. You know, I loved getting swept up in fearless adventures and and lost in that world, like anything with werewolves, vampires and dragons. That was my jam. I loved it. But as I got older, my preferences shifted towards, you know, more mature themes, mm-hmm. you know, epic romances with lots of spice. I, and the spicier, the better, because that was my way to learn and to explore. You know, I devoured pages and pages of, um, you know, erotic romances, anything on kinks, so, you know, BDSM, submission, domination, you know, um, oh, there's so many kinks out there that I could name. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, I devoured it and I was I was eager to learn and yeah. I was eager to explore. Um, and it was through this power of reading romance that I discovered what I liked sexually and what I didn't like so that when I was ready to step back into the real world, I knew what to look for and I knew what to ask for in a potential partner. And it helped me rediscover my femininity and it helped me embrace these newly discovered desires. And that's what inspired me to become an author. If I can 
you know, if my writing can help just one woman reclaim parts of her sexuality and makes them feel good about themselves by escaping mm-hmm. through the pages, then that's a dream come true for me. I just have to add something. You know, the irony is I did spend some time in hospital when I was in my 20s and they tested me for Crohn's oh, disease because I had bowel issues. But oh, yeah. I, I, it was clear. But, yeah, when you were talking then I was like, hmm, that's ironic, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, just before we go, just to pick up on that, advice for, well, women struggling with a chronic illness, um, which and, you know, probably a, most of the time it does affect how they approach sex, how they feel you know, their own sexuality, their femininity. What's your advice around here? Yeah, so my advice to other women who are living with Crohn's or any chronic illness um, and who are dealing with this constant invisible pain, because that's important here because it is invisible. Nobody knows what you're going through. It's not, it's not, you can't tell someone who's got a chronic illness. Um, and this is going to sound incredibly boring, but it's super important. It's to seek help, professional help, yeah. in the form of a counsellor or a therapist. Um, there is no shame in asking for help, and I wish I had done it a lot sooner. It's taken me a very long time to process the trauma of my illness um, and improve my self-esteem and body image. I would love to say reading spicy romances is the key to reclaim your femininity, (laughs) but let's be real here. It's not. It helps. It helps, but it's not. You know, dealing with trauma takes time. It's hard work and consistent effort and it's uncomfortable and it can take years, but it is worth it because you're worth it. And for some reason, a lot of people don't think that they're worth it. And if you're one of those people then do it for somebody else. If you've got kids, do it for your for your child because you don't want to pass on generational trauma onto them. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just so important to be able to do um, to deal and with your trauma and um, and yeah, because at the end of the day, it can come back and bite you in the ass if yeah. you don't deal with it. <laughs> well said, Jay. Thank you for coming on Healthyish. Thank you so much for having me. I'm always so what's the word, humbled when I chat to someone who does life with a chronic illness and perhaps grateful for my own health, but also inspired when they find something that just makes them buzz. So if you do want to read Jade's spicy fiction, it is called Tempted by Eden and it is out now. We will leave links to that in the show notes. You can rate or review or subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. 